Welcome to Pros and Cons, a show about a variety of topics. I'm Jack. And I'm Kev. Let's talk about San Francisco. You know, the real city of brotherly love. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the capital of your favorite sweater weather. That is facts. Maybe we should get straight off to that because it's perfect sweater weather city at all times. We already know, we've talked about it before, we've lived in LA, you're back home in New York already, but LA is pretty good at that sweater weather. I feel like most of the year you can, especially at night. But San Fran, we're talking, we're still technically in the summer, right? Or my trip? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I guess we're like at the, the end of the summer, but everyone while I was there was saying like, oh, you came to town at the perfect moment. And I'm like, bro, what do you mean? It's kind of cold. They're like, nah, it was colder last week. And I was like, what? Yeah, which for context for people, we're talking about this in the episode because you just went there for a little trip in mid-September. So yeah, I was there like, I guess you could say like two days, two and a half days. Uh, Not long enough, but long enough to see what the city's about, I guess. But yeah, back to the weather real quick. Not just now, but throughout the whole summer, even in the peak when it's supposed to be the hottest, it's still like really cool temperatures there mostly. Yeah, it was surprisingly pretty chill. Like the day I got there, it was actually somewhat warm. Like you could take your sweater off, but as soon as the sun started going down, it was like, oh, now I see what it's all about. But there's a lot of hills. It's kind of elevated and tends to be even foggy at times and the wind doesn't play around like it is windy it is breezy there's always like movement in the air unlike sometimes in LA where kind of don't get that as long as you're like in the inner part of the city obviously in the coast is a little different but yeah you're gonna need to cover up so I'm gonna start it off and say as long as it's not too foggy and not raining and shit like that sweater weather weather overall I give it a pro though because that's my favorite kind of weather, you know, like 60s to 70s. See, I don't mind it for the winter when it's less severe in terms of how cold it is. But when you're talking about the summer and it's still like reaching the 50s and stuff and in that colder weather, that's when I get like, eh, I don't know. I mean, I don't need it to be 90s or anything, but... You know, the classic 72 and sunny or whatever. I'd rather have it in the 70s or so for the summers at least. But I definitely would take their winters over New York winters for sure. Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe you'd know, but I didn't do the research. What is the weather like in the winter? Like 40s we talking? Yeah, I think on the low end. But let me see real quick with the Google search to double check. Yeah, so I mean, if you look at December through February, it's a low of 46 basically each month and high of like 58 to 61. And then in the couple months surrounding that, it gets slightly warmer. But yeah, that's kind of the general range, like around 60 for the high, low of like high 40s for their winters. Year round, you have this kind of range of temperatures where it's never really too hot but also never that cold which is fine like that doesn't sound that bad but like you said i guess you want at least like a decent summer 
the fog you mentioned too definitely plays into that as well although that at least has some really cool visuals especially with all the hills and everything you can get some really nice lookouts from high vantage points on the fog kind of overtaking the city the morning i got there i didn't get there that early but there was still like fog in some areas took a uber to the hotel and shit and you could tell in some like hills there were still fog and then i went out like later that day to like eat and walk around and stuff and in some areas you could still see like a fog that was just like creeping on some streets and at least from my point of view i was standing like on one hill but you look across to like another hill and like yours was fine like mine was completely sunny but you look across and there was like fog and it's like oh that shit looks it's kind of weird but it's kind of cool at the same time and like the sun was out but there's like these crazy low clouds slash fog I don't know, a few miles away. Right. So yeah, it's really interesting to see and very unusual, I guess. Like, uh, very few places are like that, but San Francisco is kind of known to have that. It's part of its uh, quote-unquote, like, city aesthetic, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. People embrace it there. And even, like, me remembering, like, the good IG days back in the day and stuff, like, half of the pictures were, like, with the fog and, like, you know, super moody and shit. Where you're like, is that San Fran or, like washington you know like <laughs> where am i but then you see something like i don't know a red bridge in the photo and you're like oh right yeah i feel like the golden gate is definitely a staple for the fog shots and there's even those like nat geo type shots where it's really high above and you just see these crazy clouds going through the bridge almost yeah yeah and they're super dope photos i mean as you would think walking around the areas or like the touristy areas and stuff they like sell you know them pictures that you would like hang mm-hmm. or like drawings and shit and they're all like that you know like the the long exposures of the bridge yeah yeah the fog exactly and the lights and they i mean i can't hate like it looks cool i do have a hot take about the bridges over there okay golden gate bridge overrated <laughs> it's not even my favorite bridge in the bay area <laughs> damn i choose the i think it's called the oakland bridge the bay bridge the, or the silver bay bridge one? Yeah, I think it's like silver, reminiscent of the one of the greatest bridges there is, George Washington Bridge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the Bay Bridge, no shot, bro, by a lot. I'm not even saying like it's a close race. That shit is beautifully lit at night. I don't know if that's something new. I mean, it was my first time in the city, so I don't know how the bridge looked before or, you know, whatever. But it's just like a bigger bridge, it's silver, looked a little more modern. If you picture a bridge or picture, I don't know, if you're in the East Coast, like something like the George Washington Bridge and there's the cables that go down, you know, like that technically holds the bridge. Bro, it was like a light show. Every string, it looked like rain. I have pictures. Maybe I'll send them after. I could legit sit at a overlook and shit and like stare at that. And it was like nice to see over like the overly boring red bridge which is cool don't get me wrong i'm kind of hating on it but you know how i do uh fuck michael jordan yeah like i really like that bridge and i feel like other than maybe people that live there like you don't hear about it at all yeah it definitely doesn't get talked about much i mean i saw it a good amount because when we went we stayed more towards that and coit tower and the ferry market and stuff and the bridge is fine i mean I don't remember the light show and stuff. Maybe that was later, but super long bridge for sure, connecting to Oakland. But 
I think it makes sense that you don't hear about it that much in comparison because the Golden Gate is arguably the most famous and most recognizable bridge in the world. And I like it. I think it's a classic for a good reason. It's a cool looking design and color and everything. I mean, red's not my favorite color, but on a bridge it works. So I pro the Golden Gate. Although I will say a big con of it is the location and just how out of the way it is. Because the Bay Bridge, downtown, kind of in the middle of the city, and the Golden Gate you have to like travel out to and it's kind of out of the way and everything. So Yeah, that's another thing. So where I was staying was, I mean, I don't know the city that well still, even though I was there, but I think I was like in the middle of everything, right? Like, I was there with a friend, right? So we were, like, looking for places to eat or, you know, just to sightsee. We were, like, in the middle. Sometimes we'd go to the right, to the left, blah, blah, blah. The Golden Gate Bridge was, like, in a corner. And it was like, yeah, what the hell? And every time we drove around, I'd see that beautiful bridge. Shout out to the Bay Area Bridge or the Bay Bridge. And, yeah, the Golden Gate was just, like, secluded. I don't know. That shit was like the Statue of Liberty. Like, you got to be at a specific place to see it. It's not just in the middle of everything. But yeah, I guess that's my take. I pro the Bay Bridge. I wouldn't say I con the Golden Gate, but I'd give it like a very light pro. Because it is a dope color and like different and stands out. But also where it was, one, it's secluded in the corner. But every day I was there, the fog was literally there. Like the bridge was never really like clearly visible. I have like some kind of pictures where you see it, but it wasn't like there. Very close to neutral, but... On the pro side, I guess. Also, you mentioned the hills before, which are a big part of the city for sure, if not the biggest. But did you like them as like something different about the city or what do you think? Mm, Not at all. Um, Too many of them. Let's flatten the city out a little bit, please. It's not just a regular hill. We're talking about like you walking and your knees almost touch your face because you're like walking uphill. (laughs) It's weird because like day one, I was like, oh shit, like I see it. I mean, again, like, always seen the pictures, the videos, the movies. It's like, oh, shit, the hills, yeah, like, yeah. And then you start walking, and you're like, yeah, okay, not feeling this at all. Um, especially when you're trying to sightsee and walk around and kind of get a gist of the city. Walking around is tough, especially when we come from, again, New York. Almost flat, especially when you think about Manhattan, right? And, like, easy to walk. That's not the case with San Francisco. You're going to sweat even if the temperature's 60. It's a good workout. They do have bird scooters and limes and lift bikes. Rough. Battery runs out fast. And also, kind of weird. Maybe I'll touch on it right now. They're not everywhere. They're actually, like, hard to find. And I think is I don't know if I remember right. I think there's, like, a law up there that you kind of have to, like, place orders for them. So every single lime and lift scooter was like chained up like someone owned it all of them i'm not even saying like some i'm telling you every single one i saw seemed like it had its owner yeah and for people who aren't aware with the electric scooters in places like la you kind of pick them up and leave them wherever it's kind of a free-for-all and you just find them via the app and stuff like that so it's chaos they're like little squares where you park them but they get overfilled and like kind of just fall over same thing i feel like the worst i've seen is san diego it's literally like a plague like they're everywhere people hate them everyone's riding them 
this place is like the opposite. It was like super organized. They weren't everywhere at all. People only had them like in bike racks, which is my first like light bulb went off when I was like, wait, that's kind of strange. And then I started to realize, I think these are like pre-ordered or people maybe pay like a monthly fee to have them or something. And you kind of get assigned to like a number or bike. Seems like they kind of got it down. It just sucks for tourists or anyone that's not there. One of the cool historic things that's still in place there that you see rolling around the city are those trolley cable cars. What'd you think of just the idea and aesthetic of them and seeing them going around? Yeah, it was one of those things where like it looked cool because of that, like almost for the photo moment. It looked really cool. It seemed like a decent amount of people were using it. I don't think they were like overcrowded or packed, at least when I saw them. But it is also kind of strange just to see like the cables on top of the streets and shit. It almost looked a little messy. But I've seen them. I think like Boston has some and stuff like that. Not as complex and as like nice looking as the San Francisco ones. But I guess the same idea. And I don't mind them. I think I don't like how it looks on the ground. So, like, all the rails and shit in the street. I think I almost twisted my ankle twice. But yeah, I don't hate them. It's, it's a cool system. And interesting to see that, like, a city so modern would have that. But I guess I'll ask you, did you ever get on those, any of their public transportation system? Yeah, I definitely rode the trolley cars or cable cars, whatever, when I was younger. Always liked the look and style of them. And you're kind of going back in time in a way when you're riding on them and stuff and just a cool little thing for the city i think one of those things that helps it stand out and be unique and for the public transportation in general yeah rode a bunch of bar trains which have a pretty good system rode some of the buses too it's pretty solid overall and if you're driving around the city in your own car i'm sure it's an interesting thing with all the hills and everything probably eats up gas but i did want to bring up one of the roads they have which is like a landmark basically and a tourist attraction but that is lombard street which not everyone may know by name but you've probably seen pictures at least it kind of zigzags on a downhill street did you get a chance to go there yes what'd you think i don't want to fully hate on it bro just want to ask why (laughs) I don't know how it was when you were there. I guess one of my big problems was, at least right now when I went, the trees or the plants, the bushes surrounding the street or in the middle of the street, the garden, I don't know. I don't know what to call it. They were really overgrown. I literally couldn't see the street. I don't know if it's regularly like that. I don't think so because I've seen pictures and whatnot and kind of see the shape. It was even hard to see like the zigzagging because it was legit like six foot bushes of flowers and plants so that sucks because you don't get the visual of the street which is what you're there for we just happened to go eat at a place that was really close to it and we were like fuck it like let's just walk up the hill yeah uphill to go see this and almost not worth it the only reason i kind of liked it was i got like a cool photo which i'll send you i guess after this episode of like a old school Volkswagen, I don't even know, they're not the buggies, is it? Like the van, like the Scooby-Doo van? The buggies are like the small ones with the kind of round design, but 
the vans i forget the name but yeah i know what you mean so yeah like the volkswagen vans the old school ones with like the cool paint jobs one was like coming down and it looked kind of cool i just happened to be like at a weird angle and i caught it almost at the end but it made for a good photo so that made it slightly worth it other than that like if that didn't happen i would have been mad that i wasted i mean it wasn't that long we were literally probably like a 10 minute walk from it so it wasn't crazy waste of a time but overrated as well i'd for sure go on a con of lombard street i remember really being into lombard street when i was younger and i've still enjoyed it when i've seen it since and i don't remember having that issue with the trees being too overgrown and stuff like that so i could definitely see how that might impact it but i feel like it's just something really unique and kind of stands out and I would say it's properly rated, but in terms of another aspect of the city, I feel like architecture is a big thing. What do you think of it in general? It was for sure interesting. Again, I guess since I'm in social media and I'm into photography and stuff, I kind of have gotten a gist over time of the architecture in San Francisco, and I just kind of got to see it in person, but it's really cool. I mean, I like it just because it was like diverse in architecture so you get the obviously the modern side of the city you know the downtown the buildings the i don't really know the name of the towers like that but you get that pointy one which is kind of cool we talked about the bridges they have this like tower too like on top of a hill i forget just looks like a long cylinder yeah koi tower is that it yeah really cool it looks simple modern it's almost apple designed you know like back in the (laughs) 60s or something but then you also get the the other side, which is like where the people live. You get buildings, almost New York-like. You get the houses and like the almost brownstones and the the full house type houses, you know. Yeah, the Victorians and and yeah, it's like overall dope. Just because you can go from a neighborhood to the other and like, bam, like it's a switch in architecture and just how the city looks and like the neighborhood looks. I don't know if this has anything to do with like. I don't know if like one side is the hipster side which i'm sure that's the case one side is like the more slightly hood side and the up-and-coming side but overall architecture because of that it was so diverse and like how everything looked and for a city to be kind of like how we talked about with the weather and kind of foggy i was surprised at how much color there was and pretty cool yeah i'd give it like a solid pro in architecture yeah the colors were definitely something i was going to bring up i feel like you see buildings with different colors that you don't in other places or at the very least the way they're combined with the different architecture styles leads to just stuff that you don't see it definitely feels really unique overall and even from a photography angle we touched on this a little bit before i think you mentioned it but if you're just shooting houses alone even i feel like there's so much for you to capture And even the hills play a part of that in terms of the angles you get and getting these kind of sweeping shots of the road being angled down if you're on a steep hill where you have the house straight up and then the road coming down at like a 45 degree angle or something. So there's all sorts of possibilities. And especially the last time I went when I was a bit older and had more of a photography i i found it a really fun city to take photos in 
but also on the houses and apartments and stuff, a big con would, of course, be the crazy rents. I feel like it's one of the most expensive cities out there, if not the top. I don't know why I know this, and you've probably seen it because you'd be on Twitter, but it just became number two. It was number one. Oh, really? Literally, <laughs> I read this maybe a week from us recording this. Interesting. <laughs> New York City number one, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, you God. know, the things that matter. But yeah, supposedly San Francisco is now like a close second, which I'm pretty sure will probably be something that goes up and down and kind of around the same. Nothing to be proud of from either of the cities, though. So me and my friend were eating at this fine a pizza establishment. Uh, <laughs> shout out to New York Pizza. Next to us was this lady. She stands up and she goes, damn, your pizza looks amazing. Ours was like a New York style, huge fucking pie for just two of us. And we we're like, oh, thank you. Like, actually, like we saw your pizza and we were like, shit, like we should get the same. Just add pepperoni to it or whatever. I don't know how it like that transition between like your pizza being good into whatever led. I don't remember. But she goes, yeah. Or like the next thing I remember is her saying like, yeah, I'm actually like really stressed right now. <laughs> and... <laughs> I'm like looking for apartments. Oh, there you go. That that's kind of why I brought up the story. And yo, everything is so freaking expensive. And like, I have a car. Nothing comes with parking. And um, she goes like, I'm originally from like LA. And we were like, Oh shit! Like we're coming from LA too. Blah blah. blah trying to connect. She goes, Yeah, but you know, I'm like, I like to surf too. So I kind of want to be close to the water. Blah blah. blah. I'm guessing she makes money, bro. She looks like she does, but <laughs> she was still stressing it, you know. But then I also said, like, oh, yeah, um, I mean, I'm kind of used to it. And I'm sure the apartments are, are really small. Like, I'm from New York, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, oh, me too. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so where are you from? And she goes, I grew up in Yonkers. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, and I was like, oh, like, I, I went to school, like, in Rivendell. And she's like, oh, we were neighbors. But, I mean, I was there, like, in the 80s, 90s. And I was like, oh, yeah. She's like, yeah, I lived in L.A., like, in the last 15 years or something. Wow. But yeah, that was a pretty, like, cool little moment. But yeah, rent is really expensive. It stresses people out. And a topic that matters. Yo, homelessness up there? Oh, yeah. Fucking insane. I don't know the stats, obviously. It's just from me visually seeing. I put this, like, top two. And I'm sure it kind of is up there, like, top three cities. And the other one is San Diego. But I would for sure love to be a homeless person in San Diego more than San Fran. And homelessness is pretty bad in LA too. But yeah. I think San Francisco got it like easily. At least when it comes like to numbers and how spread out through the city it was. Because it was everywhere. In LA, I feel like it's sections. You know? Yeah, like Skid Row and stuff like that. Skid Row, Venice Beach, which supposedly they've cleared out. I haven't been there in a while. But, you know, there's like areas here. It was like anywhere I went, which is kind of sad. But. When you're living in a place like that, super expensive, there's the whole thing with, like, tech companies taking over, and, I mean, obviously, that's also what's driving the rent up, but, shit, it, it's a big problem up there. Yeah, I definitely remember being around when I went, and I feel like they're the city that's most talked about with it. I mean, LA gets a bunch of press just because it's LA as well, and it, it is an issue there, but... Like you said, not at the SF level, but there have been tons of tweets and articles of like, if Jeff Bezos spent 0.0006% of his wealth, he could cure homelessness. But of course, that's not going to happen. But 
we got to figure out some solutions. Speaking of food, though, you were mentioning the pizza, but what did you think of the food overall? Would you give it pro or con from what you had? Because I don't remember it being anything memorable. I don't remember it being bad, but nothing like really stood out to me. Uh, from my experience there and obviously what I ate, food was pretty good. Kind of easy to say when like you use online and stuff like Yelp and stuff to find the spots just because, you know, you go to the recommended place and whatnot. So yeah, to the places I went, I had like breakfast at this spot. And even when me and my friend pulled up, people walking by were like, holy shit, this place must be popping. Like, <laughs> it's always like this. And we had like some Asian shit. It was like dumplings and like spring rolls and just overall Asian food, which again, San Fran should have pretty good Chinese and overall Asian food. Was that in Chinatown? Because that's like a big section there. I mean, every city kind of has it, but there in particular it actually wasn't and i thought it was when like we looked it up and it was between two places and then the other place was in chinatown but the reviews weren't as good so Damn. shout out to yelp i guess which i'm not the biggest fan of yelp but sometimes i rely on it but yeah i mean we drove by like the pizza spot was actually like right by chinatown so it's literally like from the corner you could see chinatown gotcha and we had breakfast again another time, like at a mom and pop shop, and that shit was fire. But yeah, overall food, no complaints. I'd go solid pro. I do remember having a pretty good burrito there last time. That's one that stands out in my memory. But yeah, not like anything in particular otherwise. But yeah, pretty solid overall. Yeah, I mean, Mexican food is supposedly really good out there too. And there's some spots. The only thing is, like, we live in L.A., so... Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, totally. <laughs> I guess, like, if I was coming from New York or anywhere else, like, I'd probably go towards that and would have been probably very happy with my options, but... And then, obviously, you were on limited time, like you said, but you did get to make it to a San Francisco Giants baseball game. One of their now three teams with the 49ers and Warriors have basically moved over there for playing at least they have a hockey team too or not i, I think be just san jose because i, I uh, right, tried to right. check but yeah and obviously the oakland teams are borderline i mean they're rivals but you can easily be an oakland fan if you live there because it's right across the bay bridge but anyway with the giants if you don't know it's a ballpark that's right along the water so a big thing is if people hit home runs, like over the right field fence, it can go all the way into the water, McCovey Cove, and people are in like canoes out there waiting to try to get the balls and stuff. And it's just a really beautiful ballpark. I went when I was younger, back in the Barry Bonds days, the first time I went, they had like a thing the day that I went of young kids could run around the bases. So I did that, which was really fun. And I feel like it's just like one of those must go to stadiums if you're a baseball fan. And unlike Pittsburgh, which has a great ballpark and bad team, the Giants have a great ballpark and actually a great team too. And somehow you timed it where you went on the night they clinched a playoff berth, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, not to breeze by, you know, the, <laughs> the Jack Flex hour. 
Got to watch Barry Bonds run around the bases. <laughs> you know, the huge. But, all right, back to it. Yeah, I really, really like the stadium. This is one of the stadiums. I think it's now called Oracle Park. I don't know if it was always mm-hmm. called that. No, it had um, other names. But, yeah, right now, Oracle Park. One of my favorites. It's one of those stadiums that ever since I remember playing, I don't even know, 2K baseball, 2006, <laughs> 7, or yeah, whichever year that was. And MVP like, you know, MLB baseball. The show, yeah. MVP baseball, MLB the show, like after 2010. It's one of my favorite stadiums to play in. It's just beautiful. It has those cool characteristics that you mentioned. It has the ocean to the right. Imagine like hitting a bomb and like hitting the water. Like that's dope. Not every stadium. Literally, I think the only stadium where you can hit the ball into the ocean. I mean, Pittsburgh has the river, but yeah, but it's in far, terms right? of the ocean, like it's tough. yeah, it's, it's further out. And technically, Arizona has a pool, <laughs> <laughs> and Tampa used to have the double yeah, raised tank, right? Whatever it is, but just the look of it, it's like a beautiful park. It's one of the examples of like what a park should be. I put it on my top two. Damn, another ballpark in California has my heart. That belongs to San Diego. The vibes were immaculate. Who you saw play in that game, funnily enough. Yeah. The only con side I give to the stadium is that I don't want to say the fans weren't there, but they kind of weren't, bro. Like, it, it almost felt, I mean, we've been to several Anaheim Angels games, and the shit talk on them is that, yeah, like, the fans are, they're like casual fans. Like, they're kind of there just to go to the game. There's no crazy cheering. There's no trash talking, you know, as like you hear in Yankee Stadium, Phillies, Boston, even Dodger Stadium. They're good at that. You didn't have that here. This felt very similar to like an Anaheim Angel game. The crazy part is, one, they're in the playoffs. It's a really great team. Two, they actually clinched that day. And three, there was like a lot going on. I think we saw four or five home runs that day. Shout out to Evan Longoria, Yaz. I forget someone else hit one. Oh, Belt. Yeah, so, like, we were seeing home runs, and, yeah, the crowd went wild when, like, you hit the home run, but then it was, like, back to normal, and that was kind of weird. I mean, it was a weekday night game, too, but still, I get your point. Yeah. I mean, there was still, like, a good crowd. I wouldn't say it was sold out, but I compared it to the Angels earlier. Not at all how, like, (laughs) Angels Stadium looks. Like, this was almost sold out. So, yeah, I guess, like, just a little bit. More of a lively crowd would have been cool, but outside of that, stadium, great. It's the cold weather, you know. They can't have as much uh, adrenaline going. I would not say you're wrong. I actually saw, like, three people wearing gloves, like, winter (laughs) gloves. But they only had a hoodie, and it's like, bro, just wear a bigger jacket (laughs) and put your hands in your pocket, and you'd be better. Because they were almost, like, shaking, and I'm like, what's the point of that? Uh, But, yeah, I mean, that is a factor. I guess I didn't think about that. And you are by the ocean or at least the water and it's all open. So yeah, it is it is a little chilly. But yeah, I still it I wouldn't say it exceeded my expectations. I, I would say it's everything I thought it'd be and solid to major pro in the stadiums because I'd put it on my top three easily. Yeah, and I feel like the Giants in general I've always kinda liked them, probably because of Barry Bonds and even now i still like their team and speaking of the ocean which we mentioned is next to it i'm assuming you didn't have time or maybe interest even to hit up alcatraz unlike the statue of liberty this is like visible from many places in san fran yeah 
it is in a location like how the Statue of Liberty should be or how people think the Statue of Liberty is. Like, super <laughs> visible, my bridges, and, like, see it in your commute and whatnot. But, yeah, it's, it's really cool to see. I saw it from different angles. And even that, I guess, that was a little cooler than I thought it'd be. At least when it comes to, like, the visuals and, like, the, the history and the, the myth behind it and whatnot and all the stories you hear in movies. I gotta say, though, like, I think I could break out of there and make it even, like, swim back to the shore, like, easily unscathed. I don't know what the hype is about. <laughs> there are some strong currents in that river water slash ocean water, but I don't know. Have you actually done the tour or been there? Yeah, I went there when I was younger. I thought it was cool. I was really fascinated by the whole idea of Alcatraz at that time. Again, this is, like, I'm eight years old or something, but... I wouldn't say you're necessarily missing out on something by not going to the tour, but I definitely pro it being kind of a unique thing for the city as well. I feel like San Francisco, as we've kind of talked about, has a bunch of unique elements, and this is one of them that makes it different from other cities. And there's also a movie, Escape from Alcatraz, which I liked. I think Clint Eastwood is in it, if I remember right. It's like a black and white movie. And San Francisco, just in general, has a bunch of movies and TV shows that are associated with it. And I feel like it has a nice collection of ones that I think of. I mean, just to rattle off, for me personally, on some I've seen that I feel like the city is a character in. You got Vertigo, the Hitchcock movie. Bullet, which has one of the best car chase scenes of all time with Steve McQueen. What's Up Doc, which I just saw recently, Peter Bogdanovich movie. 48 Hours with Eddie Murphy. In more recent years, you got Pursuit of Happiness with Will Smith and Young Jaden. You got Last Black Man in San Francisco, the A24 movie. Got Always Be My Maybe, the Netflix one. And on the TV side, you got Full House, you got Party of Five, you got Monk, you got Season 2 of The OA. I mean, there's plenty of stuff that you see cool glimpses of the city. Yeah, there's a good amount of those that I haven't seen, but like I said, I've seen it plenty of times in some of these movies and a bunch of videos and even just photos. All super accurate. But yeah, I think it's a cool city to set anything in with that. And it used to be for like neo-noirs back in the day but yeah it could be for anything so i mean since we're talking about a city i guess it's fair to bring up the airport which i found easy to get in and out no complaints about that pretty nice at least the gate or terminal that i was in also i was flying from la so it was like a one-hour flight the drive easy is to silent. what like eight hours or something yeah i want to say somewhere between six and eight i guess um, if you start at midnight you might make it faster or something but yeah some somewhere around there and also in terms of geography and stuff like we mentioned it's nearby silicon valley and there's a lot of tech stuff around san francisco itself too and then you have like the muir woods with the super tall trees and other nature nearby i remember also driving down the coast a bit from san francisco and going to see some spots there which were cool i mean you could just take the pch all the way down from sf to la i believe as one route real quick 
also feel like I had to mention it, but the people were like weirdly nice, almost like, are we in Canada? <laughs> like, I don't know. Everyone like wanted to talk and they're like interested in conversation. And it was like almost like a gentle conversation, but you don't see that. Like it wasn't fake, like literally just having a nice light conversation and like, hey, take care, like super light. And that was interesting to see because the city almost has this New York feel to it where like fast moving, people on the grind, tech guys, uh, expensive, you know, like populated and shit like that, that at least I didn't expect that niceness to be there. That was strange. It almost caught me by surprise. Like, oh, I don't think. So there would be a few more assholes here. Also, I guess because in LA people are kind of phony, but overall, San Fran, I guess it was a little better than I expected. I think I said sometime while I was there that it was like a weird mashup of like New York and San Diego in one. I guess it might even work out with like averaging the temperatures and everything when it comes <laughs> to the weather, <laughs> but I don't want to get that deep into that. Um, but yeah, I really liked it. I guess also living in LA now, there's like that weird, you know, like that battle that like boroughs have and stuff like, yeah, we don't like people from Queens or whatever. <laughs> I feel like LA people have that with San Fran right? <laughs> or right. like vice versa, you know? And while I was there, it was kind of like, I don't see it. Like, why, why hate these people? This is like a completely different place. Yeah. If anything, San Diego should be more the rival. They're closer. Right. Exactly. That should be a little fair. It's more of a even playing field. It's literally like a completely different place. But yeah, overall, really liked it. Go Giants, I guess. 2021 seems like a tier year. And yeah, San Fran, I'd give it solid pro. Yeah, for me, overall, have always enjoyed going there from when I was younger to when I went more recently. And it's the type of place where I wouldn't even mind going again in the not so far future i feel like there's always something new to see or even if it's seeing some of the same stuff it still has so much variety like we talked about with the architecture and just how the city's laid out and everything so when you take that and when you combine it with like a great baseball stadium which we both appreciate and stuff like alcatraz and the cable cars and things like fisherman's wharf which we didn't even touch on there's a lot going on there that make it a unique city so i would give it like a solid to heavy pro it's not perfect but i like the feel of it in general that wraps it up for this episode of pros and cons i'm jack you could find me at jack Lim summer summer with an o on everything and i'm kev you could find me at same old kev pretty much everywhere shout out to the earthquakes too let's find people some homes <laughs>